after I finished recording my first two episodes, mind came in with a storm and started hurting me. The pain is incredible, it's excruciating. I couldn't see prison at 401 anymore. Couldn't see anything, could barely speak. My whole body got cold and angry. My brain started playing the same tape it plays every time I get close to doing anything that makes me feel good. It started saying things like, you're zero, you're a real piece of shit because now you have a podcast going on, you're going to talk about personal things and people that know you are the one you're mailing to listen to your podcast. So shame took over um, and uh, had its classic aha moments where I received a notification that someone I know had already viewed uh, the podcast or viewed my invitation and um, it's incredible. And um, I felt really sad and angry and scared and confused. And the mind started telling me that everything I've been experiencing is bullshit. And I made up an intellectual concept and that I'm not really experiencing this. And that I have no work and that no one cares about my personal craft. And I'm going to be talking about trauma and my accent is stupid. And who needs to know my like totally personal things and so on and so on and um, I knew I had to distract myself so I sat down and just waited just sat down in silence and stillness and then picked up the phone and spoke to my mother actually and in some strange way of course I tried to reignite all the old fights with her but then there was something something soothing about it mechanisms are so clear and evident Uh, the first one is the self-loathing the second one is the impatience because my mind started saying well okay great so you're gonna do this podcast and you're gonna talk about prison 401 and it's real and you experienced it so what are you waiting for how come you haven't finished it and who the fuck's gonna read it and then if a lot of people are gonna read it and you're gonna be famous for it that's all you wanted you wanted to be famous and also, like, you need everybody in your private business and it's attached to your name. And people are going to know that you went through physical stuff and emotional stuff and sexual stuff and drug abuse stuff and all these things. And I was ready to, like, delete the episodes I recorded already and ready to stop telling about Prison for a One. And this is what the mind does. It makes you feel like an asshole for wanting to share the experience of the self that is not trapped in this body and the more I continued to work through this through the mental side just like no no okay I see those thoughts I hear those thoughts I view those thoughts but I am not those thoughts I am not going to be stopped I am not going to be scared I am not going to do this to myself the more I started feeling better and I started seeing how I do this how I've done this every time in my life and how describing prison for a one feels in my stomach as this pleasant, quiet, kind of like cat purring self. And all I wanted to do was to come back to the recording device
calling myself <laughs> my self-hatred is so absurd it's become the absurdity has become the greatest tool itself to paralyze me and that it doesn't matter why the mind is doing it what matters is exposing the buildings of prison for a one as the conditioning process and by exposing it to myself or to heaven and whoever the fuck is going to hear this it's just putting a light on it shedding a light on it it's going to go it has to go i cannot sit here angry thinking about the fact that it's almost christmas and that there's no work and that new york city is paralyzed and that the corona is not ending and that i'm a computer illiterate and that i cannot get myself a job online i cannot transfer my skills and how do i have now no savings and how do i have only credit card debt and where does that sound stand vis-a-vis uh the uh relative idea that well some people are starving and Maybe I could be starving, but I can't because I have a family who will make sure that I don't. But I'm supposed to feel grateful. I don't want to feel grateful because I'm so fucking angry that I'm arrogant enough to wish that I was on the streets like an asshole dying. And I don't even have the gratitude, the real, honest, felt, experiential gratitude. Not that fucking new age mumbo jumbo. I am so fucking sick and tired of my mind. I am so fucking sick and tired of our collective minds and the righteousness and the progressive vehicle versus conservatives or the nihilistic versus the hopeful or the ism versus that ism. I am just so fucking tired. I'm just so tired. This present. It's exhausting. The thought that maybe I actually put myself in that prison and then why I put myself and then the analysis and then no, just let it go, just let it go and this guy and Tony Robbins and Halal Road and Oprah and The Rock and Zlatan and Maradona and everybody in this fucking world that can actually say, well, I made something of myself and, uh, you know, my ex who's like, you know, working and reinventing herself online and I love that and it's incredible. I'm so fucking jealous and then don't be jealous because jealousy is small and it's petty And I want to educate my daughters and tell them that the world is a place where they can actually fulfill themselves and they need to have discipline to arrive at a purpose. To what purpose? To whose purpose? What does it mean to become somebody if not just collecting money? And all the, the, the fucking like overlapping ideas. I love Russell Brand, but he is privileged and he has money, but he came from poverty, so it's okay that he has money. But... Why is this okay and that's not okay and you just want to live. You just want to be on a fucking piece of earth and feel it in your feet and do something meaningful. And how is talking into a recording device meaningful? How is seeing myself and hearing myself outside of myself, my hands down body 
how is it meaningful to actually feel good all alone with no attachment? To realize intellectually, then actually even experientially that words come and go, your life never changed. Throughout the buildings of misery in the prison that I've been living in, there was still one presence that was not affected. The joy of feeling that presence for a moment. I just, Jim Carrey said this really well about Eckhart Tolle. I just want to experience it one more time. Just bring it back. Just stay in there. How do you do that? All these people that get to some kind of meaning that they tell me, oh, okay, well, I've achieved all this and now I realize it's nothing or I've achieved all this and I did that by realizing that everything is nothing. What is achieving? Achieved what? As we go through the buildings of misery and misery is a real prison, it is 100% real. I have been there. I have seen it. I have been living there and I know now that it's been my whole life. And experientially, I've gone back in, in time, whatever you want to call it. Why do I have to prove it to you? Why do I have to make sure that you believe me? What if you don't come with me? Why is everything the, the ego idea of like, oh, well, if you come with me and you believe me and you trust me, I will liberate you as I liberate myself because doing that for others will make me feel better about myself. Isn't that a mind construct? Think about all the enlightened people in all the folk and myth and, and, and dogma. They did things selflessly. So, just isness, just being, just being. What is it that is not enough? Like, what is it that I need more of or have any of? What is this? Why do I need people to listen to me? I need you to listen to me. I need more and more people to hear this and, and be affected by it. Isn't that a fucking construct? And these circles of inferno of Dante to, go, to get where? mechanisms are so simple and so obvious I almost feel like it's a waste of time to talk about them but in the last episode I talked about building M and, and, and perhaps that's the building that installs the most without any kind of awareness from the, the, the side of the subject in that case being me but now I'm going to start talking in the next episode about building I for identity and man whew, ages 3 to 10 that is the imprint time and that's going to be trauma and I can feel it in the back of my neck right now and I feel it in my shoulders and it's those sharp pains that make no sense and they're dull and they're sharp and you take an Advil and you want to be hugged and you want to be loved but you don't care every part of a podcast should give hope because what? because if not you're not going to listen to me because I'm a negative person if not I'm here to give a picture that's all I can do
I'll talk to you in the next episode. Join me for the next episode of Prison 401. It will be about building I in the complex of Prison 401. Building I in misery, the second building, ages 3 to 10. And until then, hopefully my mind doesn't stop me from doing this completely.